Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Great Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, from Cardinal Spring Training and the T.R. Hughes Homes, St. Charles Premier New Home Builder Broadcast Center, it's Matt Pauley on KMOX. Here we go on a Friday night. Welcome into the program, everybody. My name is Matt Pauley. It's a Graybar Sports Open Line, and we come your way from Jupiter, Florida, Cardinals Spring Training. Have you for a full two hours tonight, taking you till 8 o'clock this evening. As always, if you want to chime in on what we're talking about, really the best way to do so is by uh, tweeting or texting in. If you want to text into the program tonight, you can do so, 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. That's how you uh, text in. Or if you want to tweet at me, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Uh, we've got a very busy program tonight. Uh, I have a few interviews that I, I wanted to run, and I really enjoyed doing the interviews. But part of why we're running them is because we've been holding on to them and we need to get them on. So uh, something that I, you know, so many St. Louis media members come down to Florida and cover spring training. And I try to try to talk to everybody. We haven't had a lot of like full two hour shows here since I've been here. And there's been some news like the day that Brandon Crawford got signed. There's just a lot going on. So we've been kind of pushing some stuff back. Uh, so today, Steve Greenberg, who is a, a sports columnist for the Chicago Sun-Times, will play back a conversation that I had with him. Uh, he came in to kind of put uh, he was doing a Chicago-based story about the Cardinals really looking at Wilson Contreras. So uh, we'll talk with him. Uh, Corey Miller from Channel 5 was down here. We'll uh, replay our conversation with him. Benjamin Hockman from the Post-Dispatch from STL Today was down here. We'll replay that conversation as well. Uh, we'll hear from Oliver Marmel at about 7.35, go back through the things that he had to say. And then uh, Mike DeCourcy, who is uh, been a long-time, long-time college basketball writer for the Sporting News. 
He's going to join us in about 10 minutes or so. we got a lot of things to get into with him. Uh, where college basketball is at right now, especially at the top. Uh, we'll, we'll get into court storming and what the NCAA or what college basketball should do about that. And just a few other things I want to talk to him about. So he's going to join us coming up in uh, just a little while. So the Cardinals today, they win. They beat the Mets by a 3-2 score. They still, by the way, did not hit a home run. That is notable because the Cardinals are the only team in all of spring training, whether it's the Grapefruit League or the Cactus League, Florida or Arizona, the Cardinals right now are the only Major League Baseball team that have not hit a home run. And going into today, the Houston Astros had hit one, and then everybody else in baseball had hit at least four. Cardinals have had some home runs hit against them, but they have not had any home runs themselves. I don't think that means much. Now, if we get into the regular season and things go terribly, terribly wrong uh, and they don't show uh, they don't show much power, well, then we can say, oh, we saw this coming in spring training where they couldn't hit a home run. I just I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they are certainly going to uh, be a team that's got some power. And don't forget, don't forget, I like to uh, remind folks about this. Uh, they were the best team in the Grapefruit League last year. How'd that work out? Not great. So when when you're looking at the way things are going, it's not so much. And at this point, there not a whole lot means anything. And we'll talk more about that, uh, especially in the case of Matthew Liberatore, as he's trying to win a job, but he's also playing in these early spring training games. What do you, what do you take away from that? Uh, but, yeah, it's just what... Yeah, not a whole lot matters right now, um, but guys are still trying to win jobs. And we saw last year, like I said, they they played well and it didn't turn into anything in the regular season. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, they, they win today. It's good to see them win. Uh, I thought Libertor pitched well. You you kind of start categorizing, you know, uh, cat, kind of cataloging guys that have good performances. So you go, oh, okay. Like you take note of things. And Gordon Graceffo has been really, really good in his two outings. So Graceffo today went two innings, did not give up a hit, did not give up a run. That follows an outing where he uh, gave up just one hit his last time out. So, so far, four innings for Graceffo have, has not given up a run. And then Riley O'Brien continues to pitch well as well. Today was his third appearance so far in three innings, has not given up a run, has given up three hits. Two strikeouts, no walks. His two strikeouts came in the same outing. Uh, he's got a really legit chance of making this team. There's not a lot of jobs available. The jobs that are available are somewhat in the bullpen. And when you look at guys who have been impressive, like for I don't think Gordon Graceffo is going to make the team out of spring. I would say that he's going to be earmarked to head to Memphis and continue to start. But for Riley O'Brien and somebody who does have a little bit of big league time with Cincinnati in 2021 and Seattle in 2022, but has only appeared in two major league games. He comes to the Cardinals and he's got an extra tick or two of velo on his, uh, on his pitches. And he just looks like a different guy and somebody who very much could make this team. So in our number two, we're going to spend a whole lot of time talking through uh, what's going on with the Cardinals right now. Again, we've got a few guests that are going to uh, join us coming up uh, later on this hour, uh, going to uh, touch on it. Well, I, the, um, the news of the day that, 
City is not going to be participating in the U.S. Open Cup. I know there was a big reaction to that from the St. Luligans. Uh, our guy, Michael Calhoun from Total Information PM, kind of clued me in on that one as I'm out here in Florida and sent me some stuff. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting. As I spent some time looking into it today, I can certainly see the argument from each side, and we'll get into that coming up uh, later on in the program as well. As always, if you want to join us, best way to do so is to text in or to tweet in. If you text in, 314-436-7900. If you tweet in, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We will take a break and have more in just a moment. We are in Jupiter, Florida. It is uh, Cardinals Spring Training. Back with more in a moment on KMOX. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Back at it on a Graybar Sports Open Line here on KMOX, broadcasting the program live from Jupiter, Florida, and Cardinals Spring Training. Again, the Cardinals, uh, they give the win today over the Mets by a 3-2 score as Grapefruit League play continues. We'll talk a lot more baseball throughout the course of the program, but we're going to uh, switch gears right now. Very happy to uh, welcome in one of the best in the business when it comes to covering a college basketball. You read him uh, in the sporting news. He is uh, Michael DeCourcy. Follow him on Twitter at TSN Mike. Michael, thanks so much for uh, taking some time with us today. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you? Doing uh, doing very well as, uh, as well. I want to start with um, sometimes we get stuck in the in sports journalism and in sports world. Just got th- These narratives become bigger than they need to be, and I kind of feel like the court storming thing became that. Everybody all of a sudden had an opinion on it, but I'd, I'd be remiss if I don't bring that up. Do you think that as a result of what happened with the Duke situation a, a week ago or so, that we are going to see some changes in terms of court storming not really happening moving forward? Uh, honestly... Maybe some minor changes. I don't think so. I, I don't think there's any will to change it. Uh, I, think, I think the colleges look at it as sort of a marketing tool. Hey, look how cool it is to be at our games and be in college here and all that stuff. Uh, and that's why they, they don't and haven't really stopped it in, for all these years. The threat of injury has always been present. Uh, but 
it 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 looks cool on television and it looks cooler i guess based on the way things are now on instagram and mm-hmm. so people want to be a part of that and i don't think it's going to go away i think it had its moment and i think it'll fade out probably I, honestly at this point i mean i really think it's a it it should go away but i'm much more concerned at this point about the idea of expanding the NCAA tournament. That's what's really got to be stopped. All right, so let's get into that because they already made changes with the the NIT and the, the mid-majors who win their conference or their regular season uh, championship not getting in. Now there's talk about expanding uh, the NCAA tournament, which seems like such a, a perfect sporting event. It, it many, to me, and maybe you disagree, but it just feels like they're changing things almost just for changing things' sake. There's not a whole lot of benefit to it. No, I think they're changing things because they want more, uh, and I don't. And I don't think it's about more money, but I, I guess in in some ways it is. But it's really about wanting more, just more. And I think the, the the problem that I have with that is that that sometimes more is less. And it, getting a team that's I don't know, let's just use a number seventeen and eleven, and that lost its. Uh, it lost, you know, half of its uh, more than half its conference games. It didn't, you know, didn't beat anybody significant out of conference. Uh, but you got to have if you're going to 72, you got to have somebody. If you're going beyond 72, you got to have anybody. And there are some, there are some fantasists out there that believe, oh well, if we go bigger, then we'll get more major mid majors in there, and that'll be cool. And I'm telling you, that's not going to happen. I mean, more numerically, yeah, because now you get like the, you know, maybe one or two mid-majors into the field, uh, if that, and maybe then you'll get three. But it, this is not about that. This is about the power conference programs' concern that the growth of their conference will affect their ability to get into the tournament. And I, I don't believe that at all. I, I think that you'll see the same number of bids go to the same conferences that exist. Uh, they, you know, the Pac-12 will go away, and their bids. If, if you know, if Arizona's good, they'll go to the Big 12. If the UCLA is good, the bid will go to the to the Big 10. But the the, the bids that are consumed by the power conferences now they're well over 80 percent in terms of the at-large bids now. And I'm not arguing against that for the most part. I think there's, there are occasions when mid-majors do enough to get in and sometimes are still excluded. But, but I, I am saying that that's enough. And, and that if you don't recognize what has made this tournament the extraordinary product that it is, then I wonder about your judgment on anything relative to sports and television and the business. Mm-hmm. Well said. Does it, and again, I connect this to the changes that have been made in the NIT as well. I understand power conference basketball is what brings in TV ratings and and everything that goes along with it. But it does seem like in this world of college athletics right now, mid-majors are being pushed down even further where we love the upset. We love those big moments where the mid-majors are able to come through and, and those opportunities seem to be getting less and less possible or, or set up in a way that they're, they're less and less possible moving forward. I will say that as long as the automatic bid is in place, then the mid-major is getting a fair deal. Because right now, as I, I point out often, they're basically, of the current field, they're getting about a third. And they don't have a third of the best teams. 
they don't have a third of the best players, and they don't have a third of the best coaches. That's the reality. So they're not getting a raw deal. On occasion, Murray State 2016, say. Uh, I think there was a year, maybe 2017, when Monmouth. Every now and then they get a rough deal. And, and I, I, you know, I, I argued vehemently for those kinds of teams. I, I remember Murray State, if I have the right year, uh, it, were led by Cameron Payne, a terrific NBA player. And they did not lose a game from Thanksgiving until their conference championship game. And I thought that belonged. And the, and the committee said, well, you know, 13 quad four victories or whatever it was, I, I, that doesn't, you know, I, that doesn't work for me in that circumstance when, when you have that kind of excellence. But I think in general, the, the mid-majors, low-majors, they get a fair deal. And if they're unhappy about the fact that their conference champion doesn't get in the, into the field, no one is making them have conference tournaments. If, your best team, if you want your best team in, then have a regular season and give the trophy to them and give the bid to them. If, if you want to have a tournament because it makes your other members happy and because you can make some money from it, then, and sometimes you don't end up with your best team, that's on you. Michael DeCourcy is continuing to join us. Before we let you go, you re, you've written about Caitlin Clark, and it's cra- this year in college basketball. It feels like the story of Caitlin Clark in many ways has become the biggest story in college basketball, men's or women's. She's made the announcement she's going to head to the to the WNBA next. But can you just speak to the the impact that she has had, not just on women's sports and women's college basketball, but college basketball in general? Well, I think that, you know, I think that she has kind of, in terms, she's kind of rewritten this year's script. And, uh, she has made her games and the games that, that she, that relative to the Big Ten, you know, they have become among the most uh, coveted games in terms of viewers that there are. And I, I think that, that's, that that achievement is remarkable. And I wrote a couple of weeks ago that I was distressed to see a lot of women's icons, a lot of women's basketball icons, kind of taking little subtle shots at her. In case of Cheryl Swoops taking a taking an mm-hmm. outright swing, uh, you know, figurative swing, with, with you know, with uh, criticisms that weren't factually based. And, and so I, I've been disappointed by that. Women's basketball should be ecstatic about Caitlin Clark because she has connected with the public in a way that that sport's been fighting for for years. And I, I, I remember when I was uh, college age uh, and Nancy Lieberman came along and I got a chance to watch her play and how exciting it was to see how, how great she was. But I don't think that at that stage, I mean, even it, the men's game was still in it, kind of in its infancy in terms of its popularity. So the women's game w- wasn't even being sponsored by the NCAA at that point. Uh, and so the, the growth possibilities weren't quite there yet. And there have been so many great players, Don Staley and, uh, and uh, uh, players at Tennessee like Shamika Holdsclaw uh, and players at UConn like Brianna Stewart. There have been so many magnificent players, but, that doesn't, but they haven't quite connected and, and energized the public in the way that Caitlin has. And, and so the, the women's basketball has to embrace that. When she gets to the WNBA, I'm not saying you stand aside and let her take every layup open or anything like that, but they got to be excited about her because she's going to sell tickets. They, they, they have sold out nearly every game she's played this year. 
And we're talking about in buildings that hold 17, 18,000. And mm-hmm. the average WNBA crowd for the champion of the league, which was the leading attendance, uh, uh, the Las Vegas Aces, was under 10,000. Uh, the Indiana Fever, was uh, w- where she will play, under 5,000. Uh, so, I, I, it's, you know, you're looking at a player who can drive people to the box office. And the, the WNBA should be thrilled about that. I know the Fever are. They're already advertising season tickets, and good for them. It, it, I, I, I have been to Indiana Fever games uh, and and they and they need the support that the Indianapolis community is capable of delivering. He is uh, Michael DeCourcy, covers college basketball for the Sporting News and does a fantastic job with it. You also see him working uh, Big Ten uh, in, the, uh, in the studio for the Big Ten Network. Michael, thank you so much for taking the time. Hopefully we can catch up with you again uh, moving forward. Oh, happy to do it. Thank you. Uh, awesome. Very good. That's Michael DeCourcy joining us here uh, on the program. The Caitlin Clark thing is just – it's – pretty crazy when you think about it with what he just went over it. I mean, he's, she is selling out large venues and, and I do hope uh, for, for women's basketball. And I'm a fan of women's basketball. I do hope that uh, she goes out there and has the same kind of impact when it comes to the WNBA. Do you want to remind you about KMOX's kegs and eggs? It's presented by Budweiser tickets are on sale. Now it's all part of the opening day experience for Cardinals baseball Thursday, April 4th on seventh street between market and Walnut food. You get to, uh, you got a tent, you got bathrooms, you got everything you need. It is a wonderful, wonderful event. Tickets are moving fast. Get to KMOX.com if you want to purchase them. KMOX kegs and eggs. Don't wait on this one. Looks like tickets in all likelihood are going to sell out and sell out sooner than later. This is a Gray Bar Sports Open Line from Jupiter, Florida on KMOX. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Tecovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovis. Their western boots for men and women are handmade 
handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports Open Live, live from Cardinal Spring Training and the DR Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. Once again, Matt Pauley on King of OX. It's Gray Bar Sports Open Line here on KMOX. We continue to do the show from Jupiter, Florida, home of Cardinal Spring Train. We ran into uh, Steve Greenberg, who we've had on the program uh, a few times, sports columnist with Chicago Sun-Times. Steve, great to see you. How are you? Oh, I'm okay, thanks. How are you? I'm good. What brings you to uh, Cardinal's camp? Uh, i passing through Florida, hitting some camps, trying to find Chicago-adjacent stories, I suppose. Uh, but I think the Cardinals are an exception to that because... You know, there's been so much Cubs and Brewers talk and, and writing, and it's a lot of because of Craig Council uh, going from Milwaukee to Chicago, but also because the Brewers won the division last year and the Cubs were in this dogfight with them. Meanwhile, you know, you've got the Cardinals. They're, they're, they're favored. They're favored to win this thing if you believe in those, in those projections that spit out win totals and all that. I mean, and obviously St. Louis has added some players, so... It's good when the Cardinals are good. It's good when both the Cubs and Cardinals are good. It's great in that case, you know. Uh, and I think there's been a little bit of, because the Cubs rebuilt, because the Cardinals lost, what was it, 91 games, you know, and it's been a while uh, uh, since the Cubs World Series and the two teams in 2015, and all that feels like 100 years ago, at least to me. This rivalry, you know, needs to get... I think a little juice yeah. back, and uh, so anyway, I wanted to come right, uh, right about the Cardinals today. Wilson Contreras could be a big part of that rivalry getting juiced up again. As somebody who saw him in Chicago, what was your takeaway on the way things went down for him last year in St. Louis? Um, you know, there, there's a there's a, a context in which it's not surprising. I, I, I suppose. I mean, there was definitely a disconnect between David Ross, well known, good catcher and uh and wilson in in the way they work together the way Contreras executed against uh the game plan and 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 all that there was tension there N- neither guy really talks about it uh you know publicly for the record but there's no question that there was tension there so given that that Contreras went in his next you know managers next coaches the organization, whatever, uh, disapproved of what he was doing, how he was doing it. It's uh, it's certainly not shocking, but you know, Contreras is such an athlete, and and not just that, he's such a uh, no pun intended willful guy. Um, he's, he's competitive as heck. Cardinals fans saw that; they knew that before he joined. Uh, they they know that from Cardinals Cubs series past. Um, Great athlete, great competitor, extremely talented. Uh, there's no reason he can't, you know, be a uh, a top catcher. But the, the 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 metrics and all that say 
he's not. So I, 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 to my understanding, the way the Cardinals might use him this year, you know, there will be a good amount of healthy amount of DHing again. And I suppose that's for the best because guy can hit, he can drive in runs, hit home runs, and all that. I'll preface this by saying I spent seven years in Milwaukee doing Brewers Post. I think the world of, of Craig Council. I think he's a really good manager. I know Cubs fans were very excited when he got hired. Has that excitement about him being the manager, has it continued to sustain at a high level, or has maybe the focus started to shift on the fact that the roster isn't what they fans want it to be? Yeah, and through, but through no fault of Council's, I think the focus has gone from we got Craig Council out. Surprised, first of all, didn't think they were going to fire David Ross. Ross didn't think he was going to be fired but council's good and everybody knows it but i think uh it has all, uh, gone from that uh in terms of the uh, uh prevailing perception to adding craig council better not be the biggest move yeah. if that's our move the manager you know cynics say the manager doesn't doesn't affect wins and losses all that much you know a, a, a sliver of the the schedule comes down to the manager. I don't know enough to have a real strong opinion on that, but but uh, I don't think Craig Council is going to you know walk in and be the basically the MVP of the team. But he's paid eight million a year, forty million dollar contract, record contract for a manager. Um, he has won one playoff series. It was in 2018. He's gone to the playoffs. Uh, I, I want to say four times since then and lost, you know, first round, lost right away. Um, still, getting there's hard. Getting there in Milwaukee's really hard. Getting there on a, on a budget. And, and last year, the fact that the Brewers are where they are at the trade deadline to, to add to what they had, they had very little, and they were still in first place. So council is certainly, uh, you know, as good as there is in, in the division, probably the best in the division so that gives the Cubs some kind of an advantage but you know that's not enough just just adding a, a fancy skipper well after all these times talking to you on the phone great to see you uh, face to face uh, thanks for taking a little bit of time with us sure glad to we'll take a break have more in just a moment it's a gray bar sports open line on KMOX hey guys. as we turn the corner into the new year a lot of people are looking to get healthier that includes hero bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. This is America's Sports Voice. KMOX. Starting to put the final touches here on hour number one of a Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Coming up in uh, the second hour. 
Uh, you're going to hear a conversation with uh, Corey Miller from uh, Channel 5, KSDK. You'll hear a conversation with Benjamin Hockman from uh, the Post-Dispatch. Both recently were down uh, covering uh, spring training, and we uh, did interviews with them. We always like to talk to everybody who's down here, and uh, sometimes just with things going on, takes uh, a few extra days worth of a sports open line to finally get to air those interviews, but we'll do that coming up. And uh, we'll also play back some of the audio that we got from uh, Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel earlier today, both before the game and after the game, going through uh, going through a few things. All right, so I'm going to do it. I, I hate doing this because when I'm talking about things that I'm not completely, totally, 100% educated on, I feel like I'm just putting myself out on an island. But I, I did this the other day, and I, I did want to follow up on something because the other day I was talking about City SC and them participating in the Champions Cup, and I had the opinion that, you know what? It's great that they were in this. It's really because you have to, it's based upon where you finish in, you know, conference standings and so forth. It's the best of the best. So it is quite the honor to be able to be part of the Champions Cup. But just for everything that this team has been through in the last year, I thought that, you know what? Getting knocked out early, not the end of the world. You never want to lose. You never want to lose. They were not trying to lose. I wasn't saying that. I don't think anybody over uh, over there would, would say anything like that. But just I, I could say whatever I want. And from my perspective, you know what? Their run in the Champions Cup coming to an end, not the worst thing in the world. The schedule is crazy. And again, the reason that I am always uncomfortable talking about this is because soccer is just a different kind of schedule where you've got these these weird in-season tournaments. And I say weird in the sense of what we're used to in North American professional sports, not weird in the overall sense of things because in you know when you look at soccer or football across the world, this is very normal. We we do things differently in in North America. So I am putting a North American spin on something that probably doesn't need it. So I'm, I'm probably wrong even getting into this. But we learned today that City SC will not be participating in the U.S. Open Cup. So at one point, MLS had pulled out of the U.S. Open Cup. And if you're not familiar with that, uh, with, with, that with what that is, is um, the, the Open Cup is basically every top team across the United States. So you get MLS teams, you get USL pro teams, you get all the, all the different teams. So there's different levels that are represented. But the reason I said top team is because what MLS tried to do earlier was try to allow their, their USL next teams to go. So city two would have been the team that would be participating and that got major pushback and that got scrapped. And at one point it looked like MLS teams were going to be uh, participating. Well, there is a new plan. It's only in effect for this year. Tom Timmerman writes about this uh, in the Post-Dispatch. Uh, and, and I'll just read from that because it's a very good explanation. Under the plan, the American MLS team, such as City SC, that took part in the Champions Cup will not take part in the Open Cup, with the exception of Houston, which is the defending Open Cup champion. The next seven MLS teams in the Supporter Shield standings from last season will play in the Open Cup along with the best nine teams from MLS Next Pro that are not otherwise represented, plus two independent Next Pro teams. So that means every MLS club except DC United, which doesn't have a Next Pro team, will take part in either the Champions Cup Cup or the Open Cup with either its first or second team. MLS first teams will always play lower division clubs until it cannot be avoided. I think 
I think this makes sense. I don't have a problem with this. Now, there's a lot of people who do, and I'm not trying to be dismissive of where they're coming from. There's a lot of people who do have a problem with this because of the history of the Open Cup and where what it means. And we talked about it last year when it was going on. St. Louis teams have a deep, deep, deep history in this event, and there are a lot of soccer folks, longtime soccer folks in St. Louis that are incredibly, incredibly upset about the fact that uh, St. Louis and City SC will not be uh, will not be represented. Uh, there was a statement that was made by the uh, by the team to the Post Dispatch. Uh, they said. Um, our preference would have been able to play in this competition. St. Louis City is a city has a really rich history in the competition. The competition already had its own rich history in St. Louis, and teams from St. Louis have a rich history within that competition, ranging all the way back to the beginning of the century and more recent with the USL team that was here. Basically saying that this was a decision that was made by MLS, and it was a decision made by U.S. soccer. So I say this knowing the emotional attachment to this event and the history of soccer in St. Louis and this event. And I'm very hopeful that as they continue to work through this moving forward, that St. Louis can be a part of this again, moving forward. I'm not trying to be dismissive whatsoever of this event. It is a, it is a big deal, even though teams don't treat it as such like the the history of it absolutely 100% makes it, a big deal. And again, I am not trying to be dismissive of that whatsoever, but I'll say about this, what I said about the champions cup this year with everything that's going on with city SC, it's not the worst thing in the world to not have more games put, put onto your schedule. So city's already playing their 34 game MLS schedule. Um, they're going to play at least two games in the League's Cup. They've already played two games in the Champions uh, there right when the season uh, got started in the Champions Cup. So this is a – it feels like this is still a team coming off the amazing year that they had last year and trying to build off of that. And from my perspective, the best way to build off of that is to be really focused on what's going on in your MLS schedule. There's going to be people who disagree. There's going to be people who say that the competition you play in some of these other events is a different type of competition and it helps you get more playoff ready. There's going to be people who say that you, you, you go to deeper parts of the roster and you pull from the next team. So uh, there's going to be, it's great opportunities for other guys to, to play. And I don't even, I don't disagree. Like those are all valid concerns. I'm not trying to be dismissive of any of this. I'm also not trying to talk out both sides of my mouth and kind of sounds like I am. I, I hope they work it out where they figure out a way for MLS teams to be part of this, that this arrangement is not the full-time arrangement. I'd love for city SC to continue to be playing at a point where they're playing at a high level. So therefore they're getting to things like the champions cup and they're still able to participate in some form or fashion in the U S open cup moving forward. That's what I want to see. I just think that in many ways, this team is kind of not teetering, not at the brink. I don't even know what word to use. It's just, this is the moment where all focus needs to be on just continuing to take that step forward off of last year, just with a brand new team, brand new organization, amazing year last year. Just focus on that kind of create your base level of who you are. You've got one season. I don't think you've created that base level yet. 
follow that up with another really good season this year. Become who you're going to be. Continue to, to put in the infrastructure that's going to be part of this organization moving forward. Infrastructure was such a big part of who they were last year because we, they got the extra year thanks to COVID to get everything in place. Infrastructure and establishment and all those things, they matter. So continuing to, uh, to do these things, I, I think, is important. Again, there's going to be a lot of people who disagree. I, I feel bad for kind of the old school soccer folks who, um, who love this event. And I absolutely, I absolutely get it. Uh, there was uh, the, uh, the St. Luligans issued a statement. Michael Calhoun passed along this to me earlier today. This is where it kind of got under my radar. He said, we are furious and disappointed in the decision of MLS to reduce participation in the U.S. Open Cup. The Open Cup is a foundation of soccer in America, and St. Louis's participation in the tournament has been a statement of pride for soccer fans in St. Louis. To not have our club participating is an insult to the St. Luligans as long as longtime supporters of soccer in St. Louis. The excuse of scheduling congestion that they created with a cash grab tournament is MLS trying to erase the strong history of St. Louis in the national soccer landscape. As a result, individual members will make their own decisions regarding attending the league's cup leadership is not attending and advising to boycott in support of the open cup we will not be participating in game day events and in game activities as a result during the league's cup this is not a lack of support for our players and staff it is a referendum on the atrocious decisions of mls to ignore the history of soccer that has that uh, st louis has played a vital role in i i get that feeling um and i'd probably be right there with them if it wasn't still so early on uh, in this organization's uh, positioning just, just in MLS. And like the team said, they, they wish that they were able to participate, and this is a decision being made by, uh, by MLS. All right, that's going to do it for uh, hour number one of the program. Again, hour number two, Corey Miller's going to join us. Benjamin Hockman's going to join us. We'll hear from Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel. It's all on the way right here on KMOX. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.